Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the TPM podcast. This is Zach. I will unmute them now. Uh, I'm here with <laughs> my friends, Andre and Brad. Uh, we got some fun stuff for you here. Um, but before we get into it, Brad. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, time out. Before he continues, <laughs> he said before the podcast, hey, Brad, I'm going to drop a bomb on you. And he just left it at that. It's not dropping a bomb, but Brad has done some things. I'm going to open my phone. Um, Brad has done some things that I have, I've, I've decided to call them indefensible. We were texting about this. Um, the first one I want to bring up. Uh, let's see. Where are we? Where are we? Oh, here we go. So Andre texts. Uh, T and T and B T and and the and sign B pizza question mark. Uh, there's a, oh, and then there's more detail. This makes it even more indefensible. There's a Papa Murphy's on my way home oh my from gosh, work. Yeah, that's why I thought that there was no way that so, nobody no, no, would no, no, understand. No, 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 Andre, just give me a second. Shut up. Shut up. I'll mute you. In fact, here we go. The, now it's just Zach. It's the Zach show. Uh, Brad replies T and B dot dot dot. If that has any fruit or veggie, count me out. Brad Gustafson. What else is T and B gonna mean? It means take and bake. No, okay, let me. Okay, now you may talk. Do you know me? Okay, this is the guy that had a life it? motto for multiple years. <laughs> if it's healthy, don't eat it. Uh, sure, I'm, I'm growing. I'm learning slowly. Okay, it's, it means take and bake. Don't worry, there were no veggies. We moved on. Okay, the pepperoni was good. Good. Uh, <laughs> there were sausages too. And then so, and then he tries to defend himself, and this is where it got worse for you. It, it really did. He said, "Sorry." I don't keep up with the hip lingo the youngsters are using these days. No blue hat emoji. Like the word N-O and then a blue hat emoji. Um, okay, hold up. I just want I want a vote from the listeners right now. If you know what no blue hat emoji means, think of like a baseball cap. No blue baseball cap emoji. If you know what that means, please contact us. Email, text, comment. I don't care. So that is not a thing. If it is a thing, no cap, it's baby. not. No cap. No cap. What? No cap. That d- that doesn't make text. it better. Finish reading the text. Yeah, and then he and then he says he says no hat equals no lie. That makes no sense. And then he goes on to say Cassie's little sister taught me that high schoolers these days. And then he said their day. You don't even know how to text. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Shout okay, out! Yeah, to, I'm on, shout I'm out on to Maddie right there. Shout out to Maddie Limbo, baller. Yeah. So I should give Mark some credit yeah, too. I googled He's it. Me a I lot. googled it just now and I didn't see anything. Yeah, I, I went on a website that said these twenty emoji meanings aren't what you'd expect. Back it up. So did of you course, guys see this really whole cat Embiid thing this last week? Yeah. What did Embiid say in his Instagram post? What? No cap. No cap. No lie. Now, I'm not going to say what else he said. That's not adequate for Right. This radio. is this is family-friendly podcast. No cap. We don't and have he an meant no lie. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm not kidding you. That's what he meant. Okay. All right. No well, as much as I'd love to rip on Brad. I feel very defensible here. Please uh, do not. contact us if you know what no cap means. Yeah, you, you're not. Um, anyways, welcome to the TPM podcast. If you're still with us after that, congratulations. Um, you're a hero. You're a real treasure. Um, we didn't really know what we were going to talk about 
we kind of just planned on showing up, turning on microphones. Turns out there has been some stuff happening in the world of, I'll call it Christian culture, for lack of a better word. That is, uh, at the very least, something to talk about for us. And I think um, we've made some observations. We were kind of spitballing before we started. Um, I think there's a lot of stuff, to to use a, a pastor term, that we can unpack with this with this conversation. Um, the what I'm talking about is Kanye West's latest coming out as um, uh, wholeheartedly, for lack of a better word, um, at least seemingly affirming the gospel. Um, most notably, with his release of his newest record, Jesus is King, uh, and it kind of sparked this conversation of Christians reacting and. Um, evaluating and talking about other Christians who also happen to be celebrities. Um, so I don't really know where we want to start with this. Um, what do you think the problem is? Like, why does why does it arise as a thing to talk about for you? So I hear all the time, and I'm I'm not even going to say I hear because I've done this and. Uh, I was actually talking with our pastor about it. Uh, shout out Drill Stegman. Uh, and he, I don't know if it, it wasn't actively he said something to me, but he said something and um, it really convicted me of like something that I specifically have said. Um, and the, the idea is a lot of times when it comes to Christians or to celebrities who become born again Christians, it, it feels like... Um, those in Christian culture have a tendency to immediately um, get on guard. Um, and rather than rejoicing in having a new brother or sister, it, it feels like we immediately go to, ah, uh, this, this can't be real. Like, look at this person's life. Look at their history. Like, It's just a publicity it's, it's stunt. It's definitely a publicity stunt. And, and then we even come back a lot of times, and I've said it, like the phrase, well, time will tell if it's real or not. And like... And Joel, he kind of said something. It really convicted me of like, that's kind of a crappy thing to say. Because you're essentially throwing out the idea of like, uh, like God radically changing someone's life, you know? And, and you're kind of discrediting someone saying, in some ways you are. And, and maybe. What else are you supposed to say from a distance? We don't know the guy. Yeah, I, I know. But, but if I'm, if I'm evaluating my own heart, right? Sure. I, I know I thought in my head, like, Oh, I I don't know if this is a real deal. Like that kind of makes me nervous. Well, I yeah. think it's because you see that they have so much to gain from maybe being disingenuous about that. Like that's where some of the skepticism maybe roots. Whereas, what will they gain? The skepticism. Oh, well, in the case of a celebrity, publicity. Like we're here talking about this. Sure. You know, it's causing a stir. Um, it's been a while since Kanye was front line. Yeah. Oh day. yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and so that's like, that would draw the line between why do we talk this way about Kanye West becoming a Christian as opposed to some, as the example that Zach proposed earlier this evening to us, somebody walking into your church with the exact same background, minus all the celebrity telling the exact same story. Right. I just think, it, you know, if that happened to me, if someone came up to me in my church and was like, hey, man, like, this is my history. Like, right now, uh, like, I'm done. I want to give my life to Christ. Like, he, he is king, and, like, I want to, I'm accepting the gospel. 
I would one maybe poop my pants because that's that's an, that's a crazy story. That'd be insane to hear. Um, and then I would rejoice. My first reaction would be to rejoice that God had done something in that person's life. I, I really do think if that was if that was just a normal average Joe person that I met. So I'm but, gonna be super honest for a second. I wish that was my response to normal average Joe. And just me be cards on the table right now. Anytime I hear of somebody saying, Yeah, I want to follow Christ for the first time, every single time, I'm skeptical. Like I was in full time ministry for a while and I heard of people doing street evangelism and this person would say, You know what? Count me in. I want to follow Christ. Hook me up. I'll go to your Bible study next week. Every time I hear about that story, I'd be like, hmm, time will tell. And it's not that I shouldn't rejoice. It's not that I shouldn't find joy in that. But I find I have so much skepticism because I've seen it play out negatively time and time again. What do you mean? Whether it's a celebrity or not. When you see it play out negatively, what does that mean? So many people that quote unquote follow Christ, go to church. They have this whole Christianity thing down for a while. And either they drop out of church, they stop being engaged with community, they turn away from, I'll say, Christian practices or disciplines, or they'll continue doing these in a very mindless manner. It's not a heart for Christ. Rather, they find their identity in the Christian culture, but their life's really about them, not about surrendering to the king. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, I think that it's, you want to, I think there's some wisdom in that, and that, like, you learn that lesson through experience, through seeing that that story play out sometimes, and I think that there's value to having had that experience and seeing, and, like, having perspective. I think it's more realistic, and I think that that's a good thing. But I wouldn't want to, like, what about in the case where it is, like, perfectly genuine? Are you quenching some amount of their joy and like are you suppressing their entry into the christian community by you know maybe being a little bit like okay, you know okay that that's good so here's i don't know here's, i don't know i don't know what that like looks like when you as far as your actual interaction with them because we're because you know we're, we're comparing two very different things kind of our heart set towards a celebrity and our opinion about where they're at and this person that we know and are talking to at our church and i those are two very different scenarios. So, I, you know, I just want to call that out, that when it comes to what you actually do about it, it's going to look super different. So here's another you know I mean? wrinkle, too, that I think is interesting. Um, like, at the end of the day, um, I'm... Uh, how do I want to put this? Uh, when it comes to a random person in my church, even think back to yourself. If you think to when you probably started being a Christian, I know that's that's gray. That might not be exact for you. Um, but if I think back to myself, when, when abouts I think it was or when I actually took it seriously, my theology wasn't good. My doctrine wasn't good. Um, at least I, from my perspective now, I don't think it was. I had things wrong. I would say blatantly wrong on a number of things. Um, but like th- that doesn't mean I wasn't like saved that doesn't mean that i wasn't a christian and if i would have been where i am now looking at me then my response would have been yeah you have these things wrong some of these things are just going to come with growth and as you learn more and like right now i'm not asking you to 
preach. Like, I'm not asking you to lead people. But the wrinkle in it is when it comes to someone who is as public and as visible as a celebrity, where it gets complicated is, well, whether or not we're asking them to be leaders in the church, they kind of by default are because they're so public to those who are not in the church. Whether we like it or not, they kind of immediately become a spokesperson of Christianity, which I think is kind of a bummer, both like for those who are non-Christians and for people like Kanye, because he's being unfairly challenged, I believe, as a Christian. And if it's true that he's like, like I'm just now doing it, he's a pretty young baby Christian. And we, in our normal lives, we wouldn't put that pressure on a baby Christian to be the spokesperson for our church. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. We don't practice that way. Mm-hmm. So that is where this gets more complicated. I will, I will at least surrender that. We're like, that is something that I, I don't know how to deal with. Yeah, and like, do you, as far as what you do as the casual observer, you know, seeing Kanye. Like knowing that and feeling that, because I agree with exactly what you're saying, Zach. I think that's a very real dimension of this whole topic. So then, how does that influence the way that you speak of, you know, whatever I'm going to call it, the Kanye West story? Do you speak of it in such a way to support that and give more credence to what he's saying, or do or (laughs) do you practice that skepticism, which maybe, which also kind of sounds like it's you know, casting a bad light over the whole thing as well. Like, that's a cynical, uh, you know, I don't want to be cynical. Sure, so I have a train of thought here rolling, and it's not exactly a direct response to Andre's question. But Zach made the comment, hey, Kanye, baby believer, uh, in some ways is going to be the face of Christianity to many non-believers. He said that's super unfortunate. Uh, Yes and no. And I'm not so disagreeing with you in any way. I hear you out. Well, you can disagree with me. It's fine. I don't know if I'm right or wrong on it. I just that's just the the way I look at it. You know. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna take a step back real quick. I look at something like, uh, let's take, uh, this YouTube channel that I follow to some degree, more or less. Yesterday, they posted a video. It got around 7,000 views. It'll probably max out around 10,000. They're going to average around that. They posted something on Kanye two weeks ago, 143,000 views. We're talking over a 1,000% increase because they talked about Kanye West. And that is the amount of stardom and publicity that he's going to draw just by his name being on something. So quick, let's put a pin in that. Is this is this good for TPM? Are, are we are we expecting that type of growth? Because <laughs> <laughs> thank well, you, thank you, Kanye. The question oh is one thousand percent growth for us is how many people? Uh, still zero. Twenty five. <laughs> one thousand <laughs> times zero is still let's zero. Let's not get into that. Uh, so yes, it's unfortunate that if an unbeliever turns to Kanye and says, "Hey, he's a Christian now. This is what Christianity is. Awesome, sweet." Yeah, it's a scary moment for Christians. In the same breath, it's super encouraging to think that a guy like Kanye, with the past he has, that uh, released an album titled Yeezus, is now saying, you know what, Jesus is king. This is who I follow, and I want to completely turn away from my past life. I want to give it all up because it's not worth it. Yeah, let's talk I about the things. I lived that life, and it sucked. 
yeah, let's talk about the things that are accidentally really good about this. Somebody that had everything, you know, who lived the life that so many people dream of as they listen to music and culture and, you know, absorb secular culture. Like, he's got it. He's got it. And yet, and yet, he is turning to Jesus. Like, he is putting out whatever, eight or eight tracks, nine, nine or ten tracks that are exclusively, I think, I listened to it. Don't really remember. <laughs> Wasn't a very big <laughs> Kanye West fan to begin with. That are like about Jesus, that are about faith and your relationship with God. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what a concept. He muted himself. Yeah, yeah. I need to do that from time to time. Um, <laughs> Especially when I nice. start when I start clomping on Andre and Brad, it's no good. <laughs> uh, and that was like the thing I said before is like if it's like to the Christian, like if if you're the skeptic Christian right now and you're feeling honestly like down about the whole thing, like my message to you is if nothing else, like at the end of the day, a ton of people, if nothing else, are seeing the words Jesus is King. Like if you get if there if nothing else good comes from that, like you should have faith that. God can be glorified and he will glorify himself in something as little as that. Like I, I wholeheartedly believe that to be true. Oh. So like, I, I do still think there is like even like this accidental joy and like glory that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Amen. You, you Hallelujah. Like, you looked like you were going to start talking and then I, I clomped on you. Yeah. So. I mean, I was, so the first time I piped up, I was like, hey, I'm super skeptical. The second time I pumped, piped up, I'm like, hey, this is super sweet that Kanye is saying Jesus is king. Kind of two sides of the pendulum there. I'll say, sure, I'm a little skeptical. In general, when this type of thing happens, I'm skeptical. Justin Bieber coming out and saying, hey, I'm a Christian, I'm skeptical. Uh, and I fear that things like that may hurt the image of Christianity in America. However, I will say that I'm super optimistic and hopeful that Kanye really does want to surrender his life and be a living sacrifice for the one and only king. Now, one resource I want to just recommend quick while we're on here, uh, there's this YouTube channel. It's called Apologia Studios, uh, but they have a sweet interview. My boy, Jeff Durbin. Sweet, He's not sweet actually my boy. interview uh, with the pastor of Kanye West. Kanye <laughs> came up to this guy, said, hey, man, I'm a Christian now hook me up, teach me the goods. And he's met with this pastor many times since. This pastor's actually come to a couple of his concerts and shared the gospel message at a Kanye West concert. Uh, there's some really cool things happening on the inside story. So I'd encourage you to check it out. Apologia Studios, Kanye West. Just pop that in YouTube. It'll come right up. We'll put it in the show notes. That's something I hear on podcasts. Can we have that? Uh, yeah. You're the one who makes the show notes. Okay, well, you heard it here. <laughs> we have show notes. There'll be a link. I just run the board. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't know if I, have, if I have too much more to say on the topic, but I, I think we, at the end of the day, like, my my big thing is I want to give you guys something to hold on to, right? If, if you didn't hear anything else, the biggest thing that at least I we, we can go around and say the biggest thing you want someone to hear if they get if they listen to this they get nothing else if they made it this far what do you want them to know my biggest thing is like when it comes to people surrendering their life to Christ like pray to God that you just let your first reaction be joy 
like there there comes discernment and and we obviously we're we're smart about how we approach people who we let teach and and how we go on and do these things and how we um address certain issues but at like if someone comes up to you and says i i i'm in right i want to be a christian like praise god come on like we can you absolutely should be doing that and it it hurts when i think about myself it it hurts me in my heart that i react differently and it's something that has convicted me a lot lately that i'm not letting my first reaction be joy because if if i was in that other person's shoes and like and it's like a lot of it's gossip too right uh, or it's if it's not it's just you harboring resentment in your own head towards someone but if 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 I would have been a mature Christian and, and I would have, or if I would have gone out to a mature Christian and said, uh, I'm giving my life to Christ. If they would have, if they would have immediately like outwardly expressed skepticism to me right away and started quizzing me yeah. like that's, I don't think that's how you address it. Um, so like my, my earnest hope is that you just let your first reaction be joy and that you praise God after that can come discernment after that can come if you want to call it skepticism whatever but and and can come teaching and and rebuking and all that but i mean we shouldn't expect people to come to christ at the foot of the cross having it all figured out squeaky clean right The, the cross is what cleans you you shouldn't come to the cross knowing everything that that doesn't make sense so that that's my message is is at the end of the day try to let your first reaction be to praise God and to have joy. Yeah, I just want to affirm what Zach said for a second here. Take a slightly different angle. Christians listening to this, if your reaction to hearing, whether it be Kanye or another believer, say, hey, I want to follow Christ, if your reaction is to scoff or just to roll your eyes, please just stop for a moment and examine your own heart. Look at your own beliefs. We know scripture. We know the Bible makes it clear. It's not what we've done. It's not our track record. It's not how good we are. It doesn't matter what our past holds. Somebody coming to Christ is a supernatural experience, turning a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. It can happen to Kanye. It can happen to anyone else that we come across. Please take joy. Find hope in Christ and stand firm on the gospel when we hear somebody wants to give their life to Christ. I, I said we're going around the room. Wow. Um, if someone made it this far, Andre, what what do you want them? What do you want them to know? What do you want? What's from the brain of Andre? What's the one thing they got to leave this podcast with? I think something to think about is uh, the idea of the benefit of the doubt. Who you give the benefit of the benefit of the doubt to um, says a lot about where your heart is at. And so as a way of kind of checking yourself on what Zach and Brad have just been saying is, and this is something I've been trying to do lately, um, not just on celebrities who become Christians, but on all sorts of different um, scenarios and types of people, is do I give to the benefit of the doubt equally um, across the board, whether it's, and in this case, whether it's Kanye West becoming a Christian or somebody, you know, my neighbor becoming a Christian. Um I think the, the the lens of the benefit of the doubt goes a long way and has a lot to do with, with this topic. All right. Well, I think we are going to be calling it an evening. I think we're going to go play some board games. Um, 
You have been listening to the TPM podcast. Like I said, if you've made it this far, thank you. You are the best. The real ones. Yeah, I'm happy for you. I know, uh, babe. We're, we're thankful. Um, I hope this verbal processing, which really was verbal Very processing verbal. this time. Yeah. You know, I, I do truly hope that our verbal processing was in some way edifying for you. Thank you. Skull.